0: Alright, I want to start today's episode by asking all of the listeners a question, and that is, have you ever destroyed your own life by making a terrible decision and hurting someone that you love, or someone close to you, or even a stranger? And have you subsequently maybe dug yourself into this hole of shame and guilt, and Asked yourself if you're even worth improving and growing from this experience. Well, me, along with a lot of young men out there, have begun to realize that they've caused a lot of harm. I had this realization many times, and many times I did not grow from it. But eventually I did, and today I want to discuss some of the reasons that i did not grow initially when i realized that i was that i was hurting other people and then the things that did actually help me grow and how to avoid those pitfalls and capitalize on the opportunity that shame and guilt although troubling emotions really present us so first we need to understand how we've gotten here and it starts by coming to this critical point in the lives of many young men where we sort of realize that we're not the guy we thought we were becoming. While maybe we thought we were on this road to like success and money and women and fame and and some you know grand idea of 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 what being a man was, we're actually just a complete asshole. That's I mean, that's really the simplest way to put it. There's it's you're you're just not a good person. You're hard to deal with. You're really just you're kind of emotional, even though you don't really understand your emotions. You kind of lash out, you get frustrated and angry and hurt by really the smallest things. So you're you're controlled by those emotions. And chiefly you're really self-centered. I mean, I was like very self-centered, could not even understand the concept of really doing something altruistically, doing something for somebody else. And there's a lot of there's a lot of ways that guys reach guys reach this inflection point. And like I said in the beginning, there's a lot of different directions that each of us can take. Some of us take many of those directions. It takes us a lifetime to figure out the right direction to approach change. And first, I really want to discuss, you know, a quick note that really needs to uh, serve as an umbrella for this entire episode, which is that while you are down the path of destruction and you've hurt people and you've caused harm, that does not mean that you are not worth change. Do not let anybody tell you, even yourself, and it's probably if you're in the, if you're in the, the throes of of shame and guilt, you're probably the one who's telling yourself loudest and most clearly that you're not worth change. And I'm here to tell you that that voice in your head is not. It's not. It's not right. They're simply not right. It's a lie, even if that's the narrative. I have to believe that you think that the world. That there's somebody in the world that deserves a better experience. Even if in this moment you think you don't deserve something better because you feel so terrible. Somebody in this world deserves something better. And if you can get 1% better every day, then as a part of the whole that we call the world, you are improving a part which is improving the whole. So trust me, you are worth change. Every time you can get better, that is a victory. Even if you're taking the lessons from a massive mistake that hurts somebody else to better yourself, that does not mean you're capitalizing on hurting someone else. It just means you're recognizing what you've done and that you need to get better. So, to begin, most young men, myself included, and a lot of the guys around me, the number one reason that they get into a scenario where they cause harm and they've hurt a lot of people is this very complex and destructive emotion or state of mind that is called entitlement. You are here, you are in this predicament because you are entitled. Assumedly you've come to like this self-awareness where you realize, okay, I'm I'm fucking up, I'm hurting people, I'm hurting myself, and by hurting myself, I'm hurting the people around me. Now, if you're like some kind of superhero superhero who's just been randomly struck by this bolt of divine intervention, maybe you just came to this realization out of nowhere and it just popped into your head. And that's great if it did. But if you're like the rest of uh, the human beings on this planet who tend to mess up a lot, You've realized that you're messing up because you messed up so bad that somebody in your life has left you. Somebody in your life has lashed out at you. Something in your life is fighting back. Something is telling you that you've messed up. Maybe you hurt your family. And maybe you maybe they've seen that you're starting to get into drugs or you're, you're deep down uh, the path of alcoholism, self-destruction. Other things have made you lose sight of important things in life. And they're angry with you over that. Or maybe you've just really upset your partner. Your girlfriend. She just left you maybe. Because she's you know, fed up with your shit. Or can't believe you would do this to her. Maybe you've even hurt yourself. You've been abusing your mind and body. And like I said, it's, it's finally fighting back on you. You're feeling the effects of your mistakes and this is a really shitty place to be in for a lot of guys myself included this was this was kind of my rock bottom when I was like ah shit man this sucks like this hurts me and there's really no one else to be mad at but me like I'm the one that's causing all of this I'm the one that's hurting people. There's 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 no there's no one to point the finger at. And you've gotten to that place because entitlement makes you feel or it puts this thought in your brain that you do not follow the same rules as anyone else. You can, you know, get away with little things that some people just can't because maybe you think you're smarter. Like I did, maybe you think you're uh, just more charming, uh, which I also did, or maybe you even just think you're something as stupid as more handsome, which I also thought. And newsflash, I was uh, I was extremely wrong in every single one of those categories. I am not smarter. I am not more charming. I am not more handsome, and. You're wrong as well. And here's the here's the other thing, is even if you're not wrong, even if you are crazy smart and charming and handsome and all these different pillars of conventional success and you embody all of them, it doesn't matter because you're still human. You're still a human being. You still have flaws, even if it's not those ones. So there is nothing about you that makes you better than other people and allows you to do things that are destructive to the world just because you have, you know, some good traits. There's no reason that you should be destroying the world. We're here to create. We're not here to consume and destroy. And you've, assumedly, like I said, assumedly assumedly you've realized and you've had this self-awareness moment where somebody has forced you to have this uh, self-awareness moment and you realize that something needs to be fixed. And what's fantastic is that you realize something needs to be fixed. And that's extremely easy to start doing. The steps to do it are not hard, logically speaking. Now, actually doing them, extremely hard. Because this whole time you're gonna have this feeling in your head of shame and guilt that you just wanna get wanna gonna want to get rid of, and you're gonna feel shitty and I want to start by going over a couple of things that I really think you should just avoid on this journey uh, of self-improvement and, and, and making yourself better for the people around you. So now that we understand the root cause, I want to get into the top three things for me that I really wish I had, I had not done when I, when I started realizing that I was causing harm. Number one, do not ignore the shame of your misdeeds. You've messed up big time. You feel this like sinking, guilty shame in your mind and body. And you just, I mean, really you feel like a piece of shit. You feel like you're just not worth it. And that is a terrible experience. But what you can't do is take the easy way out and go down the entitlement path and say, no, I don't need to feel this shame and guilt because I'm just a little bit what i did wasn't that bad because i can just do these certain things because i have these traits or qualities that make me above other people that's not that's that's not the way to go you need to you need to sit in the feeling of shame and guilt because the purpose of shame is to remind you that you have done something that society deems unacceptable sometimes you need to Behave in a way that is helpful to the people around you. I mean, that's a fucking crazy concept, right? Yes, you need to follow some of the rules so that you can promote creativity in yourself and others and not just destruction. So that's the main thing is this getting rid of your shame will not push you towards the man that you want to be. Embracing the shame and realizing there's something that you're doing that needs to be changed, that is going to get you closer. And that's important. So number two, do not chalk up this big mistake and say like, oh, you know, it was a one-time thing. It was just I got a little hammered and I said some stuff that I shouldn't have, uh, and I was just in the heat of the moment and angry and I shouldn't have said that stuff. Or, you know, I... I I just got, nah, this is a pattern. Look honestly at your life, where you are, how you got to that major mistake, and you will realize, trust me, you will realize that there is a pattern. There is a pattern of self-destructive behavior. There is a pattern of being angry about everything. There is a pattern of frustration. There's a pattern of lashing out. There's a pattern. And once you accept that this was not a one-time thing, then you can take it into your own hands To change it. Number three. Of the things that you want to avoid doing. And this one is very important. And when you're in the throes of shame and guilt. It's extremely hard to do this one. It's extremely hard. To not let yourself go. You want to make sure that you are not. Letting yourself go. This is so vitally important. Because while you now have the responsibility. And the fault of making a mistake and hurting someone it's also your responsibility to change and if you don't think you're worth change then you can't change so you have to care enough about yourself or or the world or bettering the world to make the change you have to allow yourself the grace give yourself that grace to say you know what i feel worthless I feel vile. I feel like I shouldn't be allowed to learn and get better from this experience. But that's backwards. That's backwards. If you don't change, you're going to hurt more people. Remember that. Remember that when your body's telling you or your mind is telling you or some intrusive thoughts are telling you that you're not worth it. If you don't change, other people will get hurt. So you, you have a duty to help other people, and that means you have a duty to help yourself. So don't let anyone tell you that it's not worth that fight. All right, so now we know, one, that we need to acknowledge and embrace our shame. Do not avoid it under any circumstances. Number two, this mistake you made was not a one-time thing. There's a pattern. Number three, we need to continue to care for ourselves and seek help as best we can. And when I say seek help, this could mean, uh, you know, self-care, watching YouTube videos. It could also mean, you know, going to a therapist. I went to a therapist after making the biggest life mistake in my life. I'm glad that I did that. I think other men should do that if they're in that place and if they have access. Now, I want to get into the three actionable steps that you definitely should be taking if you want to grow after this after after this catastrophe catastrophe that you find yourself in. Number one is pick an area of life and devote yourself to making it better every single day. I chose uh, my body and my nutrition. That's really what I focused on. You could focus on journaling, you could focus on your relationships. you could focus on, meditation you could focus on a lot of different things in a lot of different ways but get whatever you pick get into that thing you know watch videos on YouTube you know how do I get better at at making friends and like how do I get better at listening to people and how do I get better at you know giving people space to like feel their emotions and and vent maybe or just bring positivity into any conversation that I go into Get really into that one pillar of your life that you want to change because this is going to provide you with a framework of how you improve yourself. And once you do that in one area, you're going to have that framework forever and you'll be able to apply it to other areas and you'll be able to expand it. And before you know it, you're going to be a totally different man. And that's what we're going for. That's the whole goal here after we've made a mistake is to get better. Number two is I want you to open up to your friends about your mistake. This is one that it really sucked to do after I made mistakes to go to my friends and be like, yo, I, I fucked up, I did this thing, and I'm trying to grow from it now, and I'm just letting you know because you're my friend and 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 I kind of need some support right now or I just think that you should know and I want to talk to somebody. That's a hard thing to do. It's a hard thing because then somebody's going to be looking back at you and you feel like they're judging you and you're judging yourself. And it's brutal. But if you can do it with friends who are going to be supportive of you getting better, then every time you admit to somebody what you've done and that you want to change. You're reinforcing in your own mind the fact that you want to change and you're being honest. And being honest and open with people about your mistakes and your 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 future plans to get better is a step in the right direction. That's making you better. And any step towards getting better is a step in the right direction. So opening up to your friends and even, and even this, this is another area for me to, to plug therapy. Uh, therapy is a very good place to open up as well. If you really don't have any friends to open up to, uh, first of all, I feel for you. That is, that is really terrible, but try and find a therapist or at least somebody who can, who can listen to you and, and, and support you in this journey. Number three is I think you need to stop putting yourself in compromising situations. While the harm that you've caused is undoubtedly your responsibility and and you're the one that did it, you know this, we all know this, that doesn't mean that your environment didn't affect your actions. If you're, uh, let's say, a heavy, angry drinker who tends to just go off the rails... I I happen to be one of these, Um, then as much as it fucking sucks, because if you're you're really a heavy drinker like that, like drinking is probably your oasis and your escape and like your way to have fun and like not hate life, Um, as much as it sucks and seems like you won't be able to socialize or have fun, you need to put the bottle down or at least taper off. I personally did not put it down completely, but... I I really wish that I had. I wish that I had tapered off more because I would have avoided a lot more. Uh, I would have just not stalled as much. And there's other way. There's other there's other uh, you know compromising situations that you can put yourself in. Maybe it's the people that you're around are just doing nefarious activities, or maybe it's a relationship that you're in that every time you go back to this person, you tend to find yourself angry and and hateful. And you lash out at this person. You need to avoid that. It could even be, and this was something that that I experienced, it could even be shows, movies, music that you're listening to. that just like when you listen to them and maybe you've had a few drinks or whatever, you get in like this aggressive, combative mood. Like when you're on the highway, you're listening to, for me, it was, this is not for everybody. This is not me hating on this genre. But for me, when I was listening to like Hard rap, I would just get aggressive with the people on the road, and it's like, why the fuck are you letting music control the way that you feel? Because it's 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 an environmental influence. It's something that you're letting into your your mind and your body that is exerting an influence on your actions. So I'm not saying cut those things out of your life. Like I didn't cut out rap music, but I was aware, and you need to be cognizant of how environmental factors are making you. Feel and act. And just be aware of how you behave when you feel, when you feel that way. All right. So in that segment, we went over three things. We went over why you need to devote yourself to improvement in, a, in one area of life and how that's going to expand to the rest of your life. I went over why you need to open up to close friends or even a therapist, and then avoid just these sticky situations that you know really sort of bring out the worst in you. So today we started with addressing the problem, which, for most of us, after a big mistake where we've harmed someone, especially the especially the young men, uh, that problem is entitlement. This false idea that we can do say and act a certain way because we're just above it all. Once we recognize that entitlement is quite a terrible feeling when we look at all the hurt we've caused, but we want to make sure and choose an effective route towards righting those wrongs because if you just sit in that feeling and don't do anything about it, you're going to stay the same man. You're going to continue to hurt people, and that's not what we want. What we want to do is embrace our shame, accept it, understand it, recognize that this was a pattern of behaviors that we need to change incrementally and stop engaging in. And then at the same time, make sure to maintain yourself because if you don't maintain yourself, then you can't, you know, move the wheels of change forward. At the same time, it's going to be pretty much universally helpful to start the self-growth process in any kind of structured way, whether it's you know getting better at academics, gym, journaling, meditating, reading, anything to better understand how you like to grow as a person. Finally, opening up to a friend or therapist and starting to put yourself in better situations where you're around people that are going to uplift you because as you start to work on yourself, you're going to uplift yourself. And then as you start to put more uplifting people around you, that effect is going to compound because people are going to be now uplifting you. You're going to uplift them, which is going to uplift you. I mean, seriously, the the ball just starts rolling like crazy here. And I want to finish by saying that while this mistake is your responsibility and it is your fault, you do not need to feel like there is no path forward for you. It absolutely does not define who you are as a person for the rest of your life. You are a person, first and foremost, who has done a bad thing. You've messed up. We all mess up to varying degrees. Now it's your time to be a person who cares about others and wants to change for themselves and the people around them. The work that you're doing to grow from this experience is valuable to the world because, like I said, you are a part of a whole. And if one part of the whole gets a little bit better, then the whole thing gets better. So make yourself 1% better by doing some of the things that I've laid out in this episode, and I guarantee you're going to start to improve yourself and the lives of the people around you and that's a victory. That's always a victory. Thank you all for tuning in today. This episode was very uh, fun for me to make. I, I, could, I could relate very much to all the things that I wrote. I'm excited to continue to explore some of these uh, style episodes where I give you an approach uh, to deal with a certain troubling emotion. I'm also excited Coming up soon here, I'm going to be having my very first guest on the show, Jonathan Gans. He is a startup founder of Kana, which is an influencer tech startup that really helps influencers, uh, gives them a hub to monetize their creations. Very fascinating. He's got some super big people uh, that he's working with. He is very into mental health and improving ourselves so that is going to be an extremely engaging, fun, and informative and probably also inspirational conversation. So I hope you all are looking forward to that conversation as much as I am. Until next time, thank you to listening. Thank you for listening to this episode of Innovating Masculinity.